Hi, I'm Rumbi, and I'm just a normal Christian girl doing what she loves to do, and that's speaking about Jesus. Welcome to my podcast. A space where we motivate, encourage, and help each other walk boldly in our journeys with God. Each week, we discuss lessons from the Bible, relevant topics, and much more. So grab your Bible, bring your coffee and pens, and let's dive straight into today's episode. I'm your host, Rumbi Tsachimisa, and welcome to Just a Normal Christian Girl Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Just a Normal Christian Girl Podcast. How is everybody doing? I hope you're all healthy and safe, and I pray that Corona is not treating you guys too bad. But I really do hope you're all having the most amazing and phenomenal weeks. Something that I'm trying to do differently this week is instead of waiting for my week to be good, I make it. You know what I mean? But anyway, today I'm really excited. We are going to be talking about using our different gifts and talents to glorify Jesus, to expand God's kingdom, and to make more disciples. The Bible tells us, in 1 Timothy 4 verse 14 that we shouldn't neglect our gifts. Each and every one of us has been given a gift or gifts from God and even though you might not know what it is, it doesn't mean God hasn't given you one. Whatever gift God has given you, don't be ashamed of it. Don't hide your gift. The Bible tells us in 1 Peter 4 verse 10, each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. God has entrusted his people with different gifts and talents. And it's our job to use these different gifts and talents not only for not only for our own personal reasons, but for others as well and to bring glory to Jesus. In today's episode, we are going to be studying a parable. Yay! Guys, I absolutely love studying parables. This particular one is found in Matthew 25 verses 14 to 30. And this parable is called the parable of the bags of gold or the parable of the talents. So as always, let us open up in prayer and get straight into the word of God. Father God, I just want to thank you Lord for the Bible. Thank you that the Bible is so accessible today so that so that whenever we need a word from you, we can always come and read it. As we get into your word, God, I ask that you guide us through the truth and that, Lord, you speak to your people. God, speak for we are listening. Amen. So, as I said, we're going to be reading the parable of the bags of gold or the parable of the talents found in Matthew 25 verses 14 to 30. So as always, I'll be reading in the NIV version. So grab your Bible, grab your coffee, grab your snacks, pens, whatever you need. But I'll be reading these verses right now. Matthew 25 verses 14 to 30, the parable of the bags of gold. Again, it would be like a man going on a journey who called his servants and entrusted his wealth to them. To one, he gave five bags of gold. To another, two bags of gold. And to another, one bag 
according to his ability. Then he went on his journey. The man who had received five bags of gold went at once and put his money to work and gained five more bags. So also, the one with two bags of gold gained two more. But the man who had received one bag of gold went off, dug a hole in the ground and hid his master's money. After a long time, the master of those servants returned and settled accounts with them. The man who had received five bags of gold brought the other five. Master, he said, you entrusted me with five bags of gold. See, I have gained five more. His master replied, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Come and share your master's happiness. Then the man with two bags of gold also came. Master, he said, You entrusted me with two bags of gold. See, I've gained two more. His master replied, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Come and share your master's happiness. Verse 24. Then the man who had received one bag of gold came. Master, he said, I knew that you are a hard man, harvesting where you have not sown and gathering where you have not scattered seeds. So I was afraid and went out and hid your gold in the ground. See, here is what belongs to you. His master replied, You wicked, lazy servant. So you knew that I harvest where I have not sown and gather where I have not scattered seeds. Well then, you should have put my money on deposit with the bankers so that when I return, I would have received it back with interest. So take the bag of gold from him and give it to the one who has 10 bags. For whoever has will be given more and they will have an abundance. Whoever does not have, even what they have will be taken from them. And throw that worthless servant outside into the darkness where there will be weeping and garnishing of teeth. The first lesson we can learn from this parable is that we were put on this earth to work. Guys, life isn't just about eating, watching Netflix, going out with friends, sleeping, then repeats. What we, what you do with your life between now and actually going to heaven greatly matters to God. We were put on this earth to work. If we go back to the book of Genesis, God didn't place Adam in the Garden of Eden to party and have a good time. No. Genesis 2 verse 15 says, The Lord God took the man and put him in the Garden of Eden to work it and to take care of it. We are placed on this earth to work. In this parable, we have a man who is going on a journey and needs servants to look after his possessions. So he gives three different servants different amounts of bags which contain gold inside. If we think back to Bible times, now in order to do that, we gotta think way, way back. It was normal for when a man or master was leaving his home or a place. He would leave his possessions with his servants to look after them. This parable paints a story of how God has given us all different gifts and talents. God has entrusted his possessions with us. Crazy to think about, right? 
A God as holy, as righteous, as powerful as him has entrusted you and I, a bunch of sinners with different gifts and talents. Now again, it's so crazy to think about because sometimes I don't even trust myself with the small things. So I just want to quickly highlight the difference between spiritual gifts and natural talents. So both come from God. Every good and perfect gift is from God. But natural talents are inherited from your parents. So it runs in the family. For example, let's say a boy inherits his dancing skills from his father. Everyone has natural talents. But spiritual gifts is from the Holy Spirit. It's what a believer receives from the Holy Spirit once they are saved. So we have all been given different gifts and talents from God. But as I said, we all have natural talents, but only believers and only Christians have spiritual gifts. So it's our job to now use these gifts and talents to build God's kingdom and to make more disciples. We as Christians need to unite together and serve the common good. You know, the world defines success as having a lot of money or cars or being famous but biblical success god's definition of success is working diligently here and now using our different gifts and talents here and now so that when we are to go to heaven or when jesus is to return we have not only worked with what he has given us but we have also produced more the next lesson we can learn is to take action without delay if we read verses 16 to 18 again, it says, The man who had received five bags of gold went at once. He went immediately and put his money to work and gained five more bags. So also, the one with two bags of gold gained two more. But the man who had received one bag went off, dug a hole in the ground and hid his master's money. In this parable, we see two different types of people. People who put to work and use the different gifts God has given them and people who are seen as lazy. They make excuses and they waste the gifts God has given them. God wants us to take action without delay. Because the more delay there is, the less action we can do for his kingdom. You see what I did there? So now I want to ask you guys a pretty serious question. If you're not using the different gifts and talents God has given you, why? What is stopping you from using the gifts and talents God has given you? Is it fear? Maybe a fear of failure. But let me tell you, just because the fear is there doesn't mean you have to let it control you. Just because you feel fear, just because you're fearful, doesn't mean you have to listen to that fear. And I don't know about you guys, but I only bow down and surrender to one person. I don't bow down to fear. I don't surrender to fear. I bow down. I worship. I surrender to Jesus. Is it maybe a fear of people? Maybe you fear that people will judge you in what you're doing. And to be honest, there are always going to be people that don't like what you're doing or don't necessarily support what you're doing. But again, who are you trying to please? Are you trying to please man or are you trying to please God? And you can't do both, so we need to choose. Don't let fear control your life. Maybe the reason why you aren't using the different gifts God has given you is because you're busy. 
Maybe you're too busy doing the wrong things. Maybe you need to give something up. Maybe you just don't know what your talents or gifts are. And it's okay if you don't know what your gifts or talents are. Experiment and find what you're good at and have fun with it. Ask God to show you and help you discover what your talents are and gifts are. Then use them for His glory. Many times we have gifts from the Holy Spirit that God wants us to use, but we don't consider them as gifts. We're like, how can I possibly use this? This is so small. But what I realized is it's not what we can do with our gifts. It's what God can do with our gifts through us. We just have to be willing to be used. So those are just examples of things that can stop us from taking action. Of course, if you're not taking direct action, your reasons are going to be personal to you. For me, um, some of my reasons was fear. Not necessarily a fear of failure, but a fear of people. And you know, the verse that really helped me was Proverbs 29 verse 25. And it says, Fearing people is a dangerous trap, but trusting the Lord means safety. If I'm so consumed or if I fear people's opinion of me or if I'm always wondering if they're judging what I'm doing, it's going to prevent me from taking action and living the life God called me to live which is a life full of abundance and stepping into my purpose and that is why fearing people is a dangerous trap but trusting the Lord means safety. I had to know my identity in him rather than what the world says I am. I had to learn to let God's opinion of me have a greater influence than other people's opinion of me. I had to learn to get my confidence from God because sometimes I would get my confidence from my looks and the clothes that I'm wearing. I would get my confidence from the things of this world. But the problem with that is that my confidence would always run out. And it's a journey, it doesn't just happen overnight. And also I saw my talents as insignificant, so that also prevented me from taking action. And it's so important guys, that once we have identified the issue, what's stopping us from taking action, we need to confront it. Because if we're not careful, we're going to find ourselves wasting the gifts and talents God has given us and hiding them in the ground like the third servant. The thing is, we're all going to stand before God. And if we go back to the story when the master returned, the third servant made excuses for why he didn't put to work and use what the master gave him. We can't stand before God and tell him a bunch of excuses for why we didn't use what he gave us. So we need to learn to take action without delay. The thing is guys, there's always going to be something that is going to prevent us or stop us from taking action and doing the things God has called us to do. You know, the devil is very sneaky. God has given us all different gifts and talents to use. God has got a plan and a purpose for your life. And the Bible tells us that nothing, not even the devil, can stop God's plan for our lives. So what the devil will do is he'll put certain things in place to stop us from taking action, to stop us from believing so we never reach our purpose. So don't let the devil win. 
take action without delay. The third lesson we can learn is that the gifts and talents God has given each and every one of us are not equal. In this parable, the master gave five bags of gold to the first servant, to the second servant two bags, and to the third servant one bag of gold. This is very important. He gave each servant different amounts of gold according to their own ability. God has given you a gift according to your own personal ability. It would have been so easy guys for the third servant with one bag of gold to look at the first and second servant with more bags and complain. The third servant was given one bag of gold because that was what his master knew he could handle. And we shouldn't even feel sorry for the first servant because a talent nowadays is a lot of money. I don't know why, well I do know why sin, but it's so easy for us to look at the gifts God has given other people or just look at other people's lives in general compare them to ours and complain. It's so easy for us to look at other people and want to be them. Oh, I wish I could dance like her. Oh, I wish I could sing like him. No, God gave them that talent and he gave you something else for a specific reason. God is never wrong. I love this quote. Um, It's so powerful. When I first heard it, it moved me. It literally gave me shivers. It's by Pastor Greg Cruchel. I think he's a pastor of Life Church. And he said, You can't faithfully serve Jesus when you're always comparing yourself to beep. I'm going to say it again. You can't faithfully serve Jesus when you're always comparing yourself to beep. And that beep is whoever you compare your talents to, your life to, etc, etc. And it's true. If you're always looking back and comparing yourself to others, and their lives and the awesome talents God has given them and how popular they are and how successful they are. You can't properly focus and run the race God has marked out for you. You can't properly focus on your gifts and talents and use them to glorify Jesus. So don't compare the gifts God has given you to others. Why don't we stop wishing to be like everybody else and start wishing, not only wishing, start becoming and stepping into the person God has called us to be and using the different gifts and talents he has given us. Now, when it comes to the different gifts and talents God has given each and every one of us, something we need to be careful of is pride. What made the devil the devil? Pride. He thought and he wanted to be better than God. The size of your gift doesn't determine how much God loves you. If you think that you're better than everybody else because of your gift or talent, then you need to humble yourself before the Lord. I want to read to you guys um, a passage in Romans and it's Romans 12 verses 3 to 8 and it says, For by grace given me, I say to every one of you, do not think of yourself more highly than you ought, but rather think of yourself with somber judgment in accordance with the faith God has distributed to each of you. For just as each of us has one body with many members, and these members do not have the same function, so in Christ we, though many, 
form one body and each member belongs to all the others. So we have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. If your gift is prophesizing, then prophesy in accordance with your faith. If it is serving, then serve. If it is teaching, then teach. If it is to encourage, then give encouragement. If it is giving, then give generously. If it is to lead, do it diligently. If it is to show mercy, do it cheerfully. Whatever gift God has given you, use it. We have all been given different gifts and talents, but don't worry about what other people were given. Use yours. And no matter what gift or talent you have been given, you're expected to work with it and to use it and to produce more. The next lesson we can learn is that we do not work for man and we do not work for our own selfish desires. No, we work for God. The parable says the master entrusted his possessions to them. The bags of gold that the servants were given did not belong to them. The two servants understood that their job was to put them to work and to produce more bags of gold. And their profit? What the servants produced did not belong to them either. It went back to their master. The gifts and talents that God has blessed you with do not belong to you. They belong to God. Which means you can't boast in your gifts and talents, but rather you must boast in the Lord. The Bible tells us in 1 Corinthians 1 verse 31, Let the one who boasts, boast in the Lord. As Christians, it is very important that we know who we work for. As I said earlier, we do not work for our own selfish desires. We do not work for man, but rather we work for God. The Bible says in Colossians 3 verse 23 to 24, Whatever you do, whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for human masters. Since you know that you will receive an inheritance from the Lord as a reward, it is the Lord Christ you are serving. When you know that you are serving the King of Kings, Alpha and Omega, the one who created the universe, the one who protects you, the one who loves you like no other, you will automatically want to do a good job. But if you have a mindset of, oh, I'm working for man, I don't know about you guys, but at least I don't think I will always want to do a good job. We need to use our gifts and talents, not for our own selfish reasons, not for man's approval, but to bring glory and to bring honor to our Father in heaven. It's like the servants. Our gifts and talents don't belong to us, and what we produce goes back to God. So we are working for God, guys. We are God's stewards. We look after what he has entrusted us with. And what a blessing, what an honor it is to work and to serve the King of Kings. The next thing we can learn is that God looks for goodness and faithfulness in his servants. How many times, guys? Oh, too many. Have we started something, taken action, but given up so 
easily. Whatever gift and talent God has entrusted you with, you need to be faithful in it. What's going to separate you from everyone else using um, what God has given them is your faithfulness. God hasn't called you to be relevant. God has called you to be good and faithful. What did the master say to the two servants who put to work and used what he gave them? Well done, my good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Come and share your master's happiness. He didn't say, well done, my good and popular servant, or well done, my good and rich servant. He said, well done, my good and faithful servant. How can you expect God to leave you in charge of massive things in heaven if you can't even be faithful and look after the small things he has given you on earth? So I encourage you, to be faithful with whatever God has given you. The last point, the last lesson I want to speak on is that we are all going to stand before Jesus one day and give an account for our lives. As I said earlier in this episode, we are all going to stand before the Most High. What I love about these two servants is that they lived with eternity in mind. Living with eternity in mind doesn't mean you don't live in the moment. These two servants knew that their master was going to return someday and expect something back from them. So they took action without delay and they worked hard. Jesus is going to return someday. Many people believe that Jesus is not going to return, so they carry on in their sin, they live for themselves, and they do whatever they want to. But Jesus is going to return, and he's not looking for a watered-down church. No, he's returning for his bride. So we need to live with eternity in mind in the sense that we know that Jesus is coming back someday. And because we know that he is going to return, we continue to live godly lives. We continue to be the light and the salt of the world. And we continue to work hard and use our different gifts and talents to build his kingdom. God has entrusted us with different gifts and talents. And he is going to expect that we actually use them and produce more. You, not you and your family, you by yourself are going to stand before Jesus and give an account for your life. What you did with what he gave you. So it doesn't matter if your mom's a Christian or if you know someone that's Christian. You are going to stand before God by yourself so they can't help you. Now it's not to scare you. When I was young, the thought of standing before Jesus and giving an account for my life used to scare me so much. The Bible says that there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus Thank you, Jesus. Yes and amen. So there are certain things that God has set aside for all of us. And I don't know about you guys, but I don't just want to receive some, but I want to receive all of what God has set aside for me. So I'm going to work hard. I'm going to take action without delay. I'm not going to work for my own selfish reasons, but rather I'm going to work for God and I'm going to 
try to build his kingdom. So whatever gift God has given you, don't be ashamed of it. Don't be afraid to use it. Let your light shine before the world in such a way that when they see your good works, they glorify your Father who is in heaven. Show the world what God can do through you. Be willing to use your gifts and talents for him. So this whole episode has been about how God has given us all different gifts and talents, but God has given us other things too. He's given us money. He's given us resources. He's given us power. He's given us so many things. And I want to ask you, how are you using what God has given you? So that is it for today's episode. Thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for listening. If you enjoyed it or if it helped you out in any way please share it with someone who might need it consider subscribing and rate and review this podcast i will put all the verses i spoke about in the description of this episode and i encourage you to read this parable in your own time and just pray about it i also just wanted to encourage you to pray and ask god to help you discover the gifts that he wants you to use and ask him to give you courage and strength to actually use him guys i literally cannot wait for another bible chat but in the meantime i do hope and pray that you are spending time with god and in the word yourself remember jesus loves you and nothing you can ever do can change that so i encourage you and i challenge you to tell someone today literally anyone that jesus loves them anyway guys i hope you have a phenomenal day stay blessed peace